Hi, this is Cassie Klein, and when I'm not searching for dates on Tinder, I'm on PornDirectorPodcast.com. Live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, The Porn Director Podcast. Starring award-winning industry veteran, director, and filmmaker, Sal Genoa. And he's a DSA aficionado, the best producer in the business, and the king of drops, Khan. We are the PornDirectorPodcast.com, brought to you by SalGenoa.com. You can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, Facebook.com, slash con.pdp and you can search porn director podcast on itunes stitcher and youtube email us please sal at porndirectorpodcast.com or con at porndirectorpodcast.com let's talk porn look at the new microphone con look at you go where do you think this came from our wonderful fans nope oh we have a new sponsor. Oh, fuck me running. For real. We have a new sponsor. You didn't even tell me. The microphone I'm using yes. is brought to you by, brought to us by, everyone by, www.adrianachechik.com. <laughs> and I'm not shitting you. <laughs> I am not kidding you. If you knew how much this microphone costs, <laughs> she let me trust you. I've known her for a long time, and she does not do anything half-ass. Trust me. So we have uh, a uh, a new sponsor, and uh, if we can, let's find some time to give her a call because uh, she also got in that car accident today, and I'd like to know how she's doing. Correct. Let's do that. So do our own, our own thing, and uh, should we call before the guest or during the guest? Whatever you feel is necessary. What does the guest want to do? We can do it during. Okay. Sure. Okay, let's we'll do that. Because I'm curious <clears throat> to know okay. if that microphone is supposed to make you is it's supposed to remind you of your endowment. Yes, this is my phallic uh and she would how, phallic. how well endowed. <laughs> she would like to do that. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at PornderPod at Sal underscore Genoa. And I'm also getting a couple uh gifts lined up for certain numbers i've talked to con about this um you can also search porn director podcast on itunes stitcher vid.me you can always email us we're getting a lot of emails lately i love it um i would also like to thank uh adam and eve for sponsoring us i'm gonna get to that in a minute uh team skeet as well i got something else lined up with them which is awesome and they always send us a box of merchandise and uh i always say tell a friend so if you are a um you have a microphone company and you want to sponsor us, tell your friends about how we're trying to segue this together, Con, but sometimes it doesn't come up short. But tell a friend about the Porn Director Podcast. Um, also, if you are fans of podcasts, check out Church of What's Happening Now, Joey Diaz, at Rialto Report with the one of the greatest probably episodes. I, I will listen to this one for sure. Jim South is on the new Rialto oh, Report. Oh, on the new Rialto Report. Yeah. Yeah. Jim South is uh, on the new Rialto speak, Report. He's the, one of the original agents, if not the first ever. Yeah. No, he said he's not the first, but he had an interesting story. He's like crazy Republican and stuff. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Did he talk like that? You know what I yeah. do? Nude modeling. Well, he said one of his biggest um, regrets was hiring his sons. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I walked in there one day. I heard, Junior, don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, also, Pro Booth Cast, Projection Booth, they have great uh, mainstream podcasts about movies if you want to go there and check them out 
just underscore guy underscore talk. They've been silent for months. And if you go to Cinephile in uh, Santa Monica, that's 11280 Santa Monica Boulevard, 90025. Go see Dean. Tell him you're a fan of the show, and he will give you a free membership. Um, and if you're a company or website, um, such as com, and you want to reach your perfect demographic, she has, uh, give Con or I an email, and we will tell you how easy it is to take care of the show you might think, oh, well, those guys are going to want millions. Trust me. The way you said you might think, I thought you were about to sing the Cars, Cars. song. Half our audience doesn't even know that song. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you want to help out the show in a big way, um, such as Mark Spiegler has, com has, um, Jeff has, etc., cetera, uh, definitely get a hold of Khan and I. And the emails I try and get back to right away. And Khan, um, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd like more, right? Yes. Well, AdamNeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get these 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Just go to AdamNeve.com, select one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire, just enter the offer code SAL at checkout and you'll get 10 free gifts. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for Johnny? So go to <laughs> go to checkout adamandeve.com today. Select one item and you'll get 10 free gifts and free shipping when you enter offer code SAL. That's S-A-L at Adam and Eve. Now, we make this announcement every week, but Con, seriously, this is an amazing offer. If you order one thing... You get ten. Inconceivable. You get ten free gifts and free shipping. This is ridiculous. If you have anybody in your life that's having a birthday coming up, or a wedding, or a I don't know bar mitzvah, whatever, get just order one thing. You get ten. Dang. Exactly. Lucky. You, you get ten free gifts and free shipping. Just enter the offer code Sal at checkout. That's S A L at AdamandEve.com. Thanks to Adam and Eve for doing that. Guys, really, you can't get any other deal. You can't go to a store and just go, I'd like this, and get 10 free gifts, get six full-length DVDs, uh, adult DVDs, and free shipping. It's just a ridiculous offer. We can't thank them enough, so take advantage of that. God bless the Internet. That's correct. So, Khan, tonight, our guest um, has helped us out in the past quite a bit, and and her actual her boss we may say scott hancock has helped us out when we very first started you know we would call scott and go scott we need brought us jenna justine yeah brought us jenna mings yeah yeah uh in the early the before infamous the, time the infamous roxy doll <laughs> so anyway we like to thank scott was as our always. guest around for roxy doll Yes. Oh, we want to hear your side of Roxy Doll's story. It's great. So let's let's uh, welcome. Uh, we have a lot of agents that love us. Uh, Con Spiegler loves us. Uh, Next Level Jonathan Morgan loves us. LAX Models loves us because they see the value in the show. What they about see. OC Modeling? Do they like us? Yeah. Okay. Anthony's cool. cool. Uh, so they see the value in the show. They say, God, if these guys are calling us for girls, it's free. They yeah. come down and just talk about it. So yeah. it, we help them, and they help us, and we can't thank them enough. Spiegler got us a, a microphone. com has given us a new one. But tonight I'd like to welcome Natalie Monroe to the show. <laughs> who, uh, it works for LAX Models and has stories plenty. Um, sends us girls all the time. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I'm like, oh, God. 
Natalie, bail me out. Somebody flaked again, which you guys don't see. But tonight, we wanted Natalie by herself without the girls around because Khan noticed something and so did I. Should we tell Natalie what we noticed? Yes. The, the girls get shy when you're around. Okay? Which is, you know, they it's okay. They behave themselves. They behave themselves, right? When your girls, when your girls are here <laughs> yeah. and you're not, yeah, baby. things yeah. get fucking crazy. So, Con and I noticed this last time, you, you know, I had some girls here. So we said, let's bring her on by herself. Let's ask her the questions because it works both, it works both ways. Without the girls around, she can tell us all the great stories. Yes. And without her around the girls, the girls get fucking crazy. So, yes. Natalie, how do you get involved in representing girls for sex? How does this happen? Wait, 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 wait. First off, what is your official title and what is it that you do? I think the question is, what don't I do? Oh. Wow. Do you well get said. sponges out? Mm, no, that's <laughs> that. that we do. I, I, I don't generally. This guy and I, we get sponges out. We have techniques for sponges, uh-huh. Con and I. Yeah. I've, I, I've taken, you know, some once in a blue moon, if there's some sort of driving catastrophe, I am driving a girl to set, but then it beyond the gates of yeah, that's you what know, I'm saying. That'd be more whatever of a set happens thing, beyond. Yeah, that's that's mm. they don't they don't wait and come directly to the office after set and be like Natalie, right? You know, you need to put your two fingers up. So and just right. So what does your business card say? Talent agent. Uh, it doesn't say Talent patron agent. to the tarts. That's what yeah. Spiegler says. <laughs> patron to the tarts. A talent yes. agent. But you also drive. I do on occasionally drive. Okay. You know, take the girls on go sees oh, yeah. to mm. companies. And then, um, you know, sometimes the Uber app isn't working. Natalie, come save me so I'm not <laughs> late to set. I can't wait for the, the uh, go see stories, Con, because I know one instance that people don't even go for go sees anymore. Mm. Yeah. I have a funny go see story. Of course you have. You Fired know. off. It was my very first set of ghosties. <laughs> oh, did he? So the guy probably thought you were new. Ghosties are when, let me tell everybody, okay? Uh, there's offices. Uh, it's that, like a casting, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. casting. But the agents will bring new girls over to see these producers that own companies and uh, kind of show them off. Like, hey, here's a girl. This is what she does, you know? And then, and then the producers usually will say, oh, I want her and this, her and this, her and this. But Natalie, for sure, has a story of when things went crazy. So what happened to your very first go-see? On my, I was still in training, oh. and I show up to the office, and I was in, I was in this, it was summer. It was, like, practically, I think, July or August. And I go in, and I hadn't even, I think I had met one talent, actually, from seeing on the web, on the website and actually in person. <clears throat> so I walk in. And I see this this girl. I'm going to keep her anonymous. I don't even think she's in the industry anymore. But I'm well, going to keep her know. anonymous. <laughs> and she, um, you know, I walk right past her. And I'm like, good morning. Hello. And it's like, okay, we're going to go on. on. It's not only your first set of go-sees, but it's also, you know, our talent first set of go-sees. And I'm like, okay, great. Where is she? And he's like, right behind you. And I was like, <laughs> Oh. And then I, I, you know, I did one of those. Wait, head why? Why was it? Oh, because she looked different, or I did a hel- a head tilt, and I'm like, oh, that looks nothing like the girl in the picture. Oh wow! Just uh, for I better was, or worse, was, worse, I'm gonna guess. 
it's one it was one of those dress down situations and you know minimal makeup of course a makeup artist hadn't you know worked their magic and and the outfit was just you know common citizen it wasn't anything that screamed out industry adult industry so i just was like oh okay cool you know and so we go we get into the car go start heading around go sees and there were two instances no i'm sorry three instances out of about seven companies where it eventually turned out to be and i here i'm all excited i'm like ooh i wonder what this is going to be like and i'm all i have a chipper face on and and my energy levels just and she was it was it was it was a plain jane kind of situation and mm. just shy timid and um so i had this energy bubbly energy about me and the casting managers are totally reading it and so they either looked at me first and my outfit i was wearing leggings and then this like shirt but it was long enough where it kind of just like was a short dress kind of thing and it had a plunging neckline but i was wearing a tank top under it but i could see how it kind of so they got the girls confused yeah (laughs) they they got and all of a sudden they turned to me and or first she was introduced and then i was introduced but they turned to me and they're like uh, one person in particular turned and said are you going to be getting for me naked for me too and i was like huh what i'm like no 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 no. it's just her it's just her is the talent and then um and then another another go see was like oh are, are you you know so i'm you're, I'm considering you as well, and I was just like, "What is?" I'm like, "So you're there trying to cast you?" Yeah, they just thought I was I was in it for you know they got a two for one on a go see or nice. something. Jesus Christ! So I just Did was you do like, it? "No, why not?" Well, Jesus, the guy wanted to see you naked. We're yeah. just saying, fuck's sake. No, all right. I just was like, I, I was surprised I didn't run out of there and just be like, "Sorry, no, I I just can't do this this talent." You know, this talent agent thing is not for me. It's I'm going to be eaten alive and oh, spit wow. out. No, no, no. But oh, <laughs> well, is there ever so been? How, a- how did you get the job? I mean, what was the process of of getting the job? Uh, I was job transitioning. Actually, uh, the person that I had been working for, um, I worked. You right were before a Supreme this. Court judge, and you got tired of it. Yep, uh. you know, just the O.J. Simpson trial really just <laughs> took it all out. Oh, of you're me. Judge Ito. <laughs> Lance Ito is here tonight. So, um, but uh, no, I was I was job transitioning. I was I was in the mainstream industry uh, in several realms, and the main person that I had been working side by side with for years, she, she moved and she was going on to bigger, better things and, uh, couldn't go along for that ride. So I was like, okay, you know, that's the end of that chapter. I took some time off cause I had been working. I, I was, I was a workaholic for her and, uh, I was like, okay, this is your time to take some time off. And then I realized I'm like, okay, I might've taken too much time because <laughs> I started applying places. And the person that I was seeing at the time, um, who still somewhat works in this industry, uh, he said he knew the owner of the agency and said, hey, they're looking for to hire a talent agent. And, uh, you know, I think considering your multitasking skills from the other job, you might fit the bill. And I went in for like, I want to say almost three interviews because the owner really didn't think that I had it in me. Oh, really? To, to, to really like... 
you're gonna be eaten alive. Uh, he was trying though. to he yeah. was trying to scare me, you know, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, trust me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can do this. I'm your girl, and um, and I just put in my you know my my last day notice yesterday, and so this is you guys are getting me on my last day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 so um. So yeah, it just kind of trust me. I I didn't see who was uh, d- giving you the interview. Um, Scott, nice. <laughs> one of our podcast yeah. past alumnuses. So. Yeah, Scott. Uh, yeah, and it's been it's been interesting. I've this how long industry, ago was that? Uh, July will be my two year anniversary into this industry. Nice, nice. As a talent agent, and um, it's been. It's been a wild ride. It's it's given me a backbone that I will never get from any other job I know in my lifetime. You got to stand up so. to a lot of people. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Got to got a herd cats, nail jello to trees. It's pretty You have a good You have any stories about just having to mouth off to some casting director or producer or director or like, what's been, like, one of the biggest headaches dealing with those people? You know, I was actually thinking about that earlier today because I had a feeling this question was going to come up. It ain't and the only one. Get ready. <laughs> so I was thinking about it. I'm like, the best way to put it is, like, you know, unfortunately, karma's a bitch. And, and you know, it's either... I like karma and karma. <laughs> <laughs> it's either from... The production side where it's just like I feel like, you know, unfortunately things don't go right on their end and then something happens and and the talent ends up with the short end of the stick and the talent already like, you know, we tell them about a shoot. Right. And we tell they're like, how much? What's the rate? Is it same day pay? Blah, blah, blah. And we do that. And then it's like they already go and pre-spend the money. Right. Right. And then something happens and, you know. See, I don't think the fans realize at all, Natalie, that you have to do so much. Okay. It's not like these producers call up and and directors and they go, Natalie, we want a girl. Say Roxy Doll. No, she never made it. No, no. Uh, Let's say Roxy Doll. No, I'm saying so. uh, But I want to tell the story, like, because you just brought up something like, if if somebody goes okay, let's start from the beginning. So someone will call you to to book a girl. Most people think, oh, the the talent agencies they just book girls for you and then you pay them the the agency fee. It goes all the way to this girl could call you at three in the morning and go, I'm still on set. This is not what it's supposed to be, and you have to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. So so it's really not like. I think it's perceived as as talent agents just I call you I say Natalie I'd like to book uh, you know someone uh, Roxy Doll for this shoot and you say okay cool where's the time location what wardrobe and then she shows up and it's over no your job it's it's twenty four seven because suppose they're on set way over time or they they're asked to do something they weren't booked for you have to you're problem solving literally the whole way from her shoot from the beginning till she gets her check and even after chasing a check or chasing uh, a bounce check or something but and then all this is going on while you're managing how many girls does LAX have now 
Um, on our roster right now, we have, I think, about, what is it, 35? So, guys, literally, if you don't understand this, Natalie is... is and we generally is, have, like, locally in the area, we have, like, 15 active at a time. Okay. So, 15, you're, you're babysitting 15 people, literally, mm-hmm. every day, all day. Would you describe your job more as babysitting or actually booking? Um, I would say... Who is that? It's not me. Who's texting you? Is it a girl? Let's see. Here. Let's see who it is. See, she's working right now. With your iPhone six plus. Let's see. Oh, it's a director. Oh. Okay. Get this girl Sorry. off of my set. <laughs> I thought I thought the uh I thought the volume was on silent, my bad. Um and then uh let's see here. I would say it's more it's more about it's to go right in the middle of babysitting and booking i would say it's coordinating yeah (laughs) you're a professional coordinator it's it's logistics it's logistics yeah or logistics yep yes i got you so but uh what was i gonna touch at let's see here no no oh so that um i feel like and and this has happened i can say uh, I, I'm very much an energy type person where I feel like if you if you give off good energy, good things will come. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, have negative and just dismal energy, only dismal. I am a golden god! <laughs> but you can't have the negative energy because right. so, ever, ever. But, like, I notice in in that sense that, you know, that kind of happens where, where, for instance, girls, I know girls will try to make shortcuts or just do something as they say, quote unquote, shady, and then something shady happens to them with their shoots or what have you, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. You know, it's like all of a sudden, it's like the, these these directors or producers who don't have their s h i t together. Mm-hmm. It's like then don't fucking curse on our show. <laughs> Wait, go ahead. I was spelling, not cursing, <laughs> but uh, you know they don't have it together, and then they wonder why s- things never come together for their shoots. I'm just like, dude. Get your S H I T to freaking together. Right, it's it's murderous. I I had an opportunity to start a talent agency, and and actually, con someone very close to you was going to help me with that. Grow up together, um, and uh, it just didn't. I, I couldn't see myself doing it because I was like, I've been around the industry for so long. I've seen what it takes, and I can't do it. I can't. I mean, it's just out of control. Twenty four. And and what I yet to mention is. I just said professionally that Natalie had to take care of them from the beginning of the shoot to the end. How about the personal shit? How about like you have to manage and organize their personal oh, lives on oh, top oh, of their okay. professional lives? You 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 want a good one? Okay, I'll I'll share this because I don't think this would ever get out. Oh, um, I'll we're getting share an this exclusive. <laughs> okay, so it's a porn director podcast. Exclusive. I get. I get a text message, right? Hold on one second. Oh, you are you digging for it? It's it. I don't have to dig that far. <laughs> oh, this was recent, Con. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here it is. Is it from Roxy Doll? <laughs> Episode what thirty seven? Sorry, yeah, if I nailed that, I'll be very impressed. Sorry to break your heart, Sal, but it's not. It's not from Roxy. I I was never a fan of Roxy Doll. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. <laughs> All righty. That's Con's so, home girl. Okay, so this happened a few days ago. Oh, perfect. Can we we can figure this out, Con? Hi, Natalie. There is there. Well, okay. Well, it's, do the voice. I like it. Typo. Right. Was that but, her voice? I'm trying to nail down who this is. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> is there any chance that I can rent a car from the agency? 
Oh, <laughs> apparently you're a car rental agency as well? It's okay. Did you get this common? Is this a common question? I think this was a first. Oh, no one's ever asked it. And I think this was a first. Now, what would be funny is to tell Scott, uh, call Scott and be like, hey, can we rent cars? And he'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so right. now you, that's the first time everyone's ever said that. I'm I'm almost positive. What, like with Uber and what's memory. that other one? Uber and uh, but no, like pretty uh, much Lyft. I was Lyft. I said I'm like rent a car from the agency. We don't have car rentals. <laughs> and then and then there was a sad face, and it was I really need a car, and all the rentals are too expensive for me right now. And isn't the ma- minimum renting a car you got to be certain? Well, not like you have to put a big deposit down uh, if you're young, so. Roxy Doll, episode 25. 25. 25. 25, go listen. Yeah. We were going to reference her the entire night. but So, I mean, let's just talk about the elephant not in the room. Um, Roxy Doll, yes. one of our all-time favorite um, podcasts of all time, mm-hmm. uh, was a girl coming out to work for you guys. Yeah. Came on our podcast. Did she? Re- did she literally? She she was uh, it. She she, she might have. Did she squirt? She no. not squirt. Okay. It's hard to squirt when you're passed out on the floor. Right. Well, you know she showed up a little tipsy, <laughs> continued to get tipsier, tried to suck my dick when I told her she couldn't get me hard, mm-hmm. which is a true statement. Um, was rolling around on the floor, so don't put your bare feet down there. Uh, spreading her legs with her tampon string hanging out. Had that girdle thing on too. Um, wow, she know. was she was crossing off all the the checks off that bucket list. Yeah, huh? yeah. She had this. I want to suck your big fucking cock. <laughs> that would be Roxy Doll. I got chills. <laughs> yeah, it so, was it was murderous. One of our all time classic podcasts. All we know is she didn't make it in the industry. Can you give us? Your side of the story. Okay, I'll give you one juicy one because you, uh, especially Sal, might appreciate this. Oh Jesus! And, <laughs> and this was this was let's see, was this before or after your podcast? Did it you had to have been. Well, she left the next day after our podcast. Well, right? she went to I set think, and then puked. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I remember that. Okay, <laughs> so I think this was before. Maybe this was on the way driving her because she came. It was with Jenna Justine. Was that that, that was, was that, that Jenna's episode. first yeah. one for us? That was the first Jenna Justine episode. That Jenna was. Justine and Roxy Doll. It was the first time Jenna came on our podcast, cool. and we had her back. The wow, next. you guys had two people come on your podcast. Always and one. The, oh, yeah, always. Yeah. Okay, most well, of the time. Most of the time, I might be breaking that home run, huh? Uh, no, no, <laughs> but like most of the time, it's two. It uh. is. So, um, well, with you two gents in the room, who cannot, right? Right. Speak the fucking truth, woman. We need need multiple holes. So anyway, so this was, I think this was the conversation on the way to the podcast, because I think I remember driving them to the podcast. Or did you guys pick them up? Nope, you drove them. I drove them. We drove them home. Right, I remember that. I had to fucking deal with that bullshit. (laughs) Okay. Um, So... She says, so, so, uh, she says, Roxy says that she was speaking to her significant other back home. And she said that, uh, she was, she was learning the trades of the trade and what's required generally. And she was like, you know, my, my boyfriend couldn't believe that when I told him that it's going to be like 45 minutes of sucking it, you know, like, 
Like she's like, how does that happen? Like how does a guy not go off with for forty five minutes of sucking it? She's like, geez, generally within fifteen minutes they've gone off. Well, and she she's said like, that. Can she... you imagine? She's asking her boyfriend this. She's like, can you imagine sucking it for like forty five minutes straight? And I've never. Well, she had told us that I no. I want to suck your big fucking cock. She told us no one would last more than how many minutes? Whether remember that? Uh, yeah. She was like, "I give the best head ever," I, and then she said, "I want to suck your big cock." And I don't know. She like zoned in on me, <laughs> and I was like, "You can suck my dick, but it ain't gonna get hard." And she literally tried to get my dick hard, and it didn't work. You told yeah. her, and mm-hmm. uh, you know when I'm when I'm sharing this right now, it's like part of me in the back of my mind, it's. Unfortunately, the truth hurts, but it's you guys are asking for some truth and I'm just sharing it. I'm not I don't go gossip and I don't go. But it's just it's it's just I'm telling you guys. Yeah, absolutely. What happened, so. Listen, the train wreck that was Roxy doll <laughs> needs to be avoided in the future. So we need to get it out there so people can learn. And I called her a train wreck right on the show. Did you listen to that show by any chance? I that was my first and. Yeah, that was Jenna was like, you have to listen to it, Natalie. What was and I was listening and I'm like, I'm listening to it at my computer at the desk. No one else is in the office. And I'm just like, literally, my mouth was I was a codfish. I just was like, yeah, it was it was fucking crazy. No, no. But we were entertaining, though, right? Oh, my gosh. It was epic. (laughs) Yeah, it was. And Jenna did a real good good on that show, too. Jenna came out like pristine, like. One of the, I think we had her on the next week after because we liked her so much yeah, and didn't get was, enough of her story. She was a trooper on pulling out. She kind of felt that show going somewhere and was like, I'll bring it there too. Watch yeah. this. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. So she does our podcast. We roll her into the truck <laughs> and take her home. When do you learn what happens next? Tell us what happens next. Tell the audience what happens next. Jeez, I think it really is what you said. She like mm. literally left the next. She woke up. She Hungover she said, fuck, "Yeah." Well, she was supposed she, to shoot. She made up some some excuse, some something that or was she, she had a shoot that next. She had day. a shoot. She had a blowjob. She had a blowjob the next day. I think with Scott. No, no, because she never made it through. And yeah, I got think sent? she literally called. She like, I got, I got a. She she contacted Scott first, and then Scott contacted me and said, apparently there's some emergency back home, and oh. and slash she just came out and said like, I just don't think I'm cu- I'm cut out for this. Right, and Con, you ruined she- her. <laughs> it was well, well I I hate to just like dog on someone, but like. There was some issues with this girl. I mean, there were some real issues. I mean, she was older. Like I thought this was a podcast, not a not not a psycho. Yeah, but but like, like she's like showing us her scars of her surgeries uh, and stuff. Yeah. And like she had fake boobs. She had like multiple surgeries, one which she was still healing from and wearing a girdle for. Right. You know, and it was just like whew. I, I don't have the PhD in front of my name. I uh, I don't know about analyzing all of the. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Great episode if you haven't heard it. Yeah, episode twenty five. Go take a listen to it. It's probably one of like our first like great episodes. That Where was we just were like, like holy Ooh. fuck. But no, she never made it through. So, yeah. but anyway, well, um, has 
because I, so many people want to, and I, you know, I would love to have some more inside scoop from the agencies because it's all good stories. Um, <clears throat> who who do you think has been your model, uh, model your model model in the in the two years you've been there? Is there one girl that that you were like this girl is just nothing but pure goodness in the agency? Who would that be? Honestly. She can't play favorites. They well, no, no, no. But there, there's like a handful. I could honestly say that I have, I have a handful, and I of of girls that you know each have kind of a strength that the other one doesn't have. Yeah. They don't really have weaknesses, but everyone has. Who do like you a like? You send to work, and you don't have to worry about. Hmm. There's a handful. Okay, give us we, a handful. Gosh, there's uh, there's there's Frida Santi. There's wait 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 wait. <laughs> okay. There's Stacy Carr. Ooh, Stacy, she flaked on us. Did she? she Stacy Carr, no, she Stacey, didn't. Did she? Yes, she did. I I tried to book her, and she's gonna oh, okay. do it, and then she ran off, and got married in North Carolina or something like that. Uh oh, is the, the plot thickens? Now I'm gonna have to interrogate her. This was like. The show or Later, as far as this is like six months ago, seven months ago. Hmm. Okay, Stacy Carr, she's cute blonde girl. So, uh, let's see here. We have, um, gosh, we have Alexa Nova. She's she's hit the industry by storm. Um, we have uh, Asia Zoe's great. I, you know, she's great. Um, hmm. You're just going to name everyone on your roster. <laughs> I'm like, I now have have you, have you ever, like, got a girl? I don't want to leave anybody out, yeah. you Yeah, know? it's like the Oscars, I understand. Who was the biggest fucking nightmare? Just yeah, kidding. Audrey, yeah. Audrey Holiday. Oh, you yeah. You guys had her. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I want to say, honestly, I'm at that point where if, if it's... A problem, they're gone. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. How fast? I mean, other than Roxy Doll, like, have you ever had just like you're like you're just not gonna work? Like, we're sorry. Yeah, I want to yeah. say I want to say it's within seventy two hours. Yeah. Wow. Do you? Well, okay, what's your philosophy? Because I know next next level and speaker they have a cutoff for girls um, where they only accept twenty five mm-hmm. or something. Do, do you have a philosophy on that, or do you guys want to have a? Yeah, limit? we do. You know, it, it's for us. It is considering, especially even just our our employee ratio we we are about quality versus quantity mm-hmm. we definitely you know we strive for that and um i mean it's generally the thing that i was saying as far as we don't have maybe more than 15 at a time is because a lot of these girls live outside of la you know and live outside of the major las vegas and miami so it's not they're not all active at one time so we can kind of manage oh, okay. that and then um just uh, my philosophy with them is distance makes the heart grow fonder to an extent. You don't want to always be around. But at the same time, a lot of our girls get a lot of last minute cancellation bookings. And, you know, we've I've, I've been told that we're a go to for that, that we're dependable in that sense when, you know, especially even they might have been shot last week. But it's like, hey, this girl just totally flaked or train wreck disaster can do you have that can that girl come back and well you guys are again? good with emails I, I get emails every day from you yeah so that's another plus yeah 
So. What do you think about the philosophy of girls like waiting, like starting girl, girl, waiting for their boy, girl, and like p- kind of building their careers, starting boy, girl, then doing anal, and then doing gangbangs, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, my philosophy, um, our philosophy about that, as well as mine, and I, I feel pretty true to it, is, yeah, you don't want to completely go out there, you know, um, get and it get done in a week. Out. Yeah, get it, get it done in a week. Um, less is more sometimes and uh, just the suspense I'm a suspenseful person I like the suspense and I feel like the industry likes suspense and what's going to happen you next know. and so Jenna Justine's shoot? first anal oh my yeah. god see but then you get you do get girls with just such a, a sexual stam- stamina well, where no matter what they you just they can't want tell them they it. want yeah, to fuck they, 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 they're they there just, to fuck they want yeah. it yeah and i i want to say that we get a good sense of kind of just we get a sense of that and we're like well you know nothing's gonna stop we can't stop you and i feel like it hasn't always bit them in the butt like it's it's yeah. it's actually they've they've they had a good Longevity. Well, I always think like if a girl likes having sex, it comes through on the on the film, you know. Yeah. So like those so girls. So about are good to that, have. when it comes down to it, like when you're like, you know, just starting off, girl, girl, solo fetish, it's there's an interesting thing about that because especially I I can say um, that especially these like you have a Holly Randall, you have a Sasha, you have you know these girls who who shoot a lot of girl, girl. It's just like, what are you doing? Be- if you don't like doing what you do, if you've never had the experience, if you've never had that girl, oh, girl experience, so many girls show up to set. We, never been our philosophy girls, is no. like, don't go on set doing your first girl, girl, your first. Anal. I had that happen with somebody from LAX models. <laughs> um, no, they uh, they got in the car and they're like, I never. No, wait, it's somebody else. Ours, it's another agency. They've never been. I've never been with a girl. I'm like, you're going to a girl, girl shoot right now. So I have to go to that place of like, okay. Right. Imagine what it would be like, and you have to bring it out of them, get them excited for it. Yeah. yeah. If you never had your first interracial experience off, we say have it off camera first uh-huh. before you have it on camera. <laughs> we do. Well, with we anything. Do. So you're you more with anything. Because especially, I mean, if they've done that the first time off camera, then they're not going to, especially for, you know, Sal, you being the director, last thing you want is a girl to get cold feet, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think because it's too big. One time I had to send somebody home. No, yeah, even if it's a girl, girl, you know, like we don't want like the girl just we want and our girls want. We talk them through it. And it's like the girls come come forward to us right away, even if it's something like uh, anything from like all of a sudden waking up and they somehow scratch the cornea of their eye or something. And they have they don't want it to be mistaken. Like we send our girls with pink eye or something to set that it's like, dude. This happened last night. I woke up with this. Here's a picture. Please send it to them. I don't want to show up to set with this. And this isn't something that I asked for. I want I just retested. Like, can we let's try to figure this out? Yeah. And we want we want you guys to have a good shoot. We Those don't pictures want it. help. Truthfully, Those so pictures do help you put it because eat. it's not like, yeah, it's yeah. not like, oh, I'm hungover. I partied, la- you know, late well, last there night. is some of that, too. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I got one of those the day of my biggest of the year. I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was drinking last night. I'm like, I booked you like last week. What the fuck are you doing this now for? And why would they cop to it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's bad. So I'm a girl, 
and I want to get in the industry. And I find LAX models, and I email or text or call. What's the process? What 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 goes down? I'm hot. I'm like five four, 110 pounds. Look at you, fit. Then then you're getting. You know, if you've submitted your pictures. Okay, I need to submit pictures. Yeah. What do these pictures need to look like? What do you need? They're nude modeling. Okay. Well, the two things. Yeah. That's that's the two things. There's two things that that really are make or break for us and it's we get pictures and none of them are nude so we're like our our first okay email, now we know you're stupid our first <laughs> email is are you aware that this is an adult modeling agency mm-hmm. an adult talent agency and they either say yes or they're like oh okay yeah no sorry thanks thanks so much i was looking for walmart <laughs> commercials <laughs> So, you know, it's either that and then it's like, okay, well, can you, are you comfortable sending some nude pictures? We need to see what you look like. Do you have tattoos, piercings? What's going on, you know, under the clothes? What about the IDs right away? Oh, yeah. The ID, well, depending on the the age and the birth date. And I mean, obviously, if they put, they put the birth dates. But yeah, Mm. depending on how close it is um, to that age, we do definitely. Thank you. We do get those IDs, you know, a snapshot of the ID with also the date, today's date, you know, so that or the day of that, right. that they're sending those pictures. So we get that squared away. And then um, the other thing that we look for in the pictures is. Well, when you when you ask for nude pictures, are you um, are you uh, like front back sides? What, front, what? back side. And um, we don't we don't ask for zooms in zoom-ins yet yeah you don't need anything unless unless we can already see maybe some scars just from far away we're like okay we need to get a close-up of those scars so just give me yes or no's Mm -hmm. okay i'm 28 years old Mm -hmm. all right half of my head is shaved and i have pink hair and i have tattoo sleeves and a cesarean section but i'm hot (laughs) jesus christ you know, I'll I'll check with the owner, but if you don't hear back, there's nothing more I can do. So that was a no. All right. I'm blonde, but every email I answer is wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Okay, so you say, you ask for pictures, and I send you, and you want ID, so I send you the backside of my ID, mm-hmm. and fully closed pictures. I mean, there's a maybe. You never know. You me- it just it's it might be reeling in a fish. Okay, I send my school ID from high school, thinking oh. that's valid. And clothed pictures. On on the high school ID. And I'm from Nebraska. On the high school ID, is there a birth date, a legit, where it's a valid, they're over the know, age of 18? High school, does high school ID no, have? My high school ID had, a, had yeah. my, had here's, my here's birthday. Here's the thing. This is way more important than running these scenarios for the next hour. Uh, what? I had more. What? I know you did. What? Has it happened where they send this to you? You meet them in person, and it is not even remotely close to what they sent you. 
Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like those dating sites, Con. They've showed they've showed up and they look nothing right, right. And a lot of them are coming from out of town. Or the interesting thing, of course, is like you get, and I could tell. I've I've learned. I've developed that that sonar to just hone in and I'm like, okay, just for just for shits and giggles, I'm gonna call. But I already can predict this. And it's it's a cute girl, but you could also just tell like the photos are almost scanned, mm-hmm. and just uh. the way the way that the that the stats are put in and the whole thing, and and maybe there's some sort of key almost. The English is not the English used or that would be typed of a eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old girl, <laughs> and so I call Ends up, up being a dude. I call it. You're like you read my mind. Tranny, tranny, tranny. So, trans, 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 trans. So, oh no, 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 no. No, I mean like. No, like, we're just kidding. We love trans. No, oh. yeah, no, but I'm talking about like, it's a much older guy, and he has that voice. Uh, oh wow. And and I'm like, oh sorry, you're getting, you're getting catfished. Wrong, wrong number. <laughs> you're getting catfished. Oh, okay. So let me. Oh, I'm so like, are you thinking that? Are you think, or, or I have like to a, forward it to one of the owners and say, you know, it's the p word. So you think it's a pimp? Yeah. Okay. And we don't. I do got that. you. Got you. I thought it was someone just like catfishing you. You know. Speaking okay. of catfish, con. I do have, in my magical box of tricks, a scene of someone that. Appeared. Oh. That's right. You uh, have a I, scene of someone who is on the catfish show. Yes, I do. A sex nice. tape. I'm going to break that motherfucker out one of these days. Yes. Oh, you better do it before everyone forgets what the show is. <laughs> well, no, that show's been going on for a while. It's yeah. But no, she's a very popular person on the show. It's on the reunion show and everything. Great. Let's move on. Actually, I got another one. Another scenario. Oh, Jesus. We're back to these. I'm what a, are we on the 18th of the I'm 20th? a dude. Uh-huh. And hey, I can totally do porn. Mm-hmm. Okay, how big is your dick? Eight and a half inches. Sorry, Charlie. Really? Oh. Really? What do you do in over nines? Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, there's that's plenty of people that don't have eight and a half inch days. dicks on. I, uh, and, and where are you located? Uh, Zimbabwe? <laughs> no. We we get people from like Trust Africa me. hitting us up. No, yeah, that comes through on the phone, and I just don't yeah. even pick up. If no, the uh, the the phone that we'll get like Facebook messages, and it's some dude in Africa. Like, I want to get in porn. I'm like, well, then get to LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Unless we want to fly. Don't be bad. Okay, so let's say I'm a guy and I have a ten inch dick, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm decent looking. Well, will you work with us or what's up? Where are you located? In LA. Okay. When can we meet? Really, it's that easy. Like a guy might be able to get in that easily, mm, depending on how old he is. Depending, you know. You know what we used to do too. We used to do the the test. Do you guys do that for guys where you make them go get hard to take the photos in a cold room with a magazine and they got to come out rock solid and take a picture? Uh-huh. We used to do that at Anabolic and Diabolic. Nice. No Nick blue. Yeah, what colors. we generally do is, I mean, we know people who are either doing content and mm-hmm. you know, we're like, hey, okay, let's let's get you go get tested. And if you're willing to do a shoot and, you know, we got a hockey scene, we we forewarn them like, you know, this is this is only an example of no. Truthfully, we really we're just we're not at that. We're unless he should, you know, sends that picture with a 12 inch stick or whatever Mm. it may be. 
LAX is is really just because we've it's so hard. No, no have pun, you ever cold? No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really difficult for for male talent to get their foot in the door now these days so and it's just like and then the male talent thing is it's and it's just like no it's these directors and 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 these yeah, producers money on it. you guys have you guys have your go-to guys have you have just, you had any success with a cold call from a guy ever um it's never been yeah, I can honestly say it's never been called. It's been through an email. Mm-hmm. They send the pictures. Well, all right. So all just of a sudden we're a, like, okay. A let's... random. So you've had success with guys and, and they've made it into the industry somewhat. Or uh, Yes and no. We've had it where all of a sudden they start realizing the, you know, that they are on a really good street. And I think it was just a temporary financial fix for them. Mm-hmm. And they start realizing that it's like, oh crap, mom and dad in Idaho are gonna find out right. soon. Yeah. Gotta pull out. I no mean, there's unintended again. What, what, what Sal and I like to nail home to our listeners is everyone thinks they can be a fucking porn star. Like yeah. they're like, oh, you just fuck. No, hot they chicks. don't. They don't realize until we get that call from the the producer director saying that you know because it's it's a well known company and the guy is they have you have hot lights on you. You have bunch of people ten watching. people in the yeah, room, exactly. and the girl may or may not have said something. Or, or they're, they're not know. attracted. Oh, I thought I got hot girls yeah, every time. Exactly. Or I'm so a blonde just, guy. Now I got this brunette. What am I gonna do? You uh, mean I got to do a bukkake first, or I got to the old days? I got to do like a fifty guy cream pie first. You know the old days, like oh three ish. Um, you would you would be called a mope, and you'd be the guy that walked in and dropped a load at the end of the scene when it was over, like. Load dumping was huge, a huge trend back then. And it's like, okay, we're going to have, uh, you know, Manuel will do the scene. And then after we'll have these five guys come in. And they were just like Juan Cuba, who went on to direct James Dean, who went on to do, oh, a little bit. Um, and they just walk in and, and they got paid 100 bucks and they would leave. So what you do is you develop your mopes. And eventually yeah. the mopes would, would show that they could do it. They would get offered a scene. When I did Anabolic Gangbangs, we'd have 11 guys. The 12th guy was a guy that was just trying it out. So if he wasn't good, he never got hired again. But if he was rock solid, pushes Joel Lawrence out of the way, whatever, and goes, I'm in, and he crushed it, you're like, dude, you stepped up in front of 11 dudes and stayed hard and, and worked the positions for So it was like a tryout. And bless their hard cocks, considering yeah. like some of these guys, these James Dean, Manuel Ferreras, uh, you know, oh, Kieran Lee. They're doing sometimes two, three scenes a day, yep. and they're just, it's like wham, bam, thank I you. shot Mick Blue today. We, we, he says, we're starting, Mick, at, yeah. we're starting at 2.30. I'm like, he's, a, he's coming from another scene. Comes in and just fucking kills it. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus I don't know how they fucking Christ. do it, man. And it was, pr- it was like, um, it was also with uh, Jada Nile, who I want to have on the show. Really great girl. Cool as hell. She's polite, nice. Um and I was like, he just he just does it, you know, like he just has it. And these guys are programmed. They just fucking crush it. And I knew if we that's started that late. That's why they get paid the big bucks. That's why he's performer of the year. Um, and it was like, fuck, man. You know, like Khan just said, how do they? I don't understand. I don't know how they fucking So not do only it. Are these guys like, think about this. Not only these new guys, like we've been mentioning the whole time we've ever done the show, but the new guys like, I, I can do it. Try doing two fucking a day. Like, forget it. And you have to, you can't just air pop on the second one and be like, mm-hmm. cool. It's got to be substantial. It's got to look like you're fresh and ready to go. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. And there, there's also a thing. 
that the top tier guys, they don't have a type. You can't be at the highest level ever hard. Uh, Mick, uh, Rom- Ramon, Namar, um, kill me if I'm not mentioning any. Um, uh, uh, Tommy. Like Tommy Pistol, Kieran, like you said, Manuel. Like, how can you have a type? Because if you have a type, you're, you're <laughs> fucked up. It's never going to work. They will. They don't have a type. <laughs> that girl could be Asian. His, uh, well, L- Manuel Latina. was in here saying, talking about how much he loved having sex with that plus size girl. Like yeah, he was like, course. it was great. I loved it. You know, it's like I was like, he okay. doesn't. He doesn't have a type. And the thing is, they walk on set. They will find something. My God, her hands. Her hands turn me on because that's the only thing they can find. Yeah. And it's so amazing that people. And Con and I will never not give you a shot if you want to be male talent. We will put you in the right direction of where you want to be. But these guys don't have a type and they're savages and Mick doesn't care. Maybe, I don't know, Mick worked with um, uh, Jada today and was like, oh, we worked together before. It was fun. But even if he's second girl in a second scene, he's worked with 30 or 40 times. He don't give a fuck. He'll still pull it off. I think every guy who's been in a relationship understands that sometimes that pussy gets a little bit old. Sure. But this guy is like... He's got old pussy, like 30 old pussies, and he's it's still like, doing it. It's like a fine <laughs> bottle of wine to yeah. them. You yeah. Know? Fuck, it, man. It's, it, it, only, it only gets more savory with age. I don't know how they do it, man. I really don't know how to do it. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And and to think, like, the newer guys would have it easier because it's all brand new girls. I'm sure, you know, Mick and Annika have had, they're married, and they've had sex how many times on camera? But he's still fucking, they're still in it, and he still gives it. And that's maybe his first scene. Then he's got to go do a second scene, and he still kills it. And, I, and then I know he goes home and bangs <laughs> Annika out at the end of the day, exactly. too. Like, I, I hear, like, all sorts of their stories. Oh, and it's just well, like yeah. they're the two little lovebirds who are fucking everyone else <laughs> and still fucking each other at night. So it's like. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, it's, I mean, I love, I love in while I, when I'm at the office and I'm going, you know, posting tweets, what have you, Danny Mountain um will come through the news feed and he'll be posting you know he'll be posting about mia malkova and it's just it's kind of like sweet and endearing to just see how as much as you're out there and everything you can still kind of hit home with the heart and remember that gal that you come home to well con con and i can speak firsthand um there is something you're it's work to a degree yeah i i I've always been told it was work since the day I started from people that were talent. And I say, well, how come there's all these love things happening if it's just work, right? How come these people are getting married if it's just work? But I've also dated enough girls in the industry, Con, to to realize that there is always – they will call you the second they're done with their scene. They want to know what you're up to, how's it going, what, they're, what we're doing later. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. But there is something – they still have an intimacy. They devotion. Really, devotion. Still. And and, and I, I got some harassment, Con, from friends of ours that you and I know the other day because I personally shot Dana in a scene mm-hmm. with another guy. I shot it, right? And a friend of mine who's been on the show before says, dude, what the fuck? How do you do that? I go... What emotion do you want me to feel? Anger? She's at work. That was and, like... And I know it was with Mick. And I know Mick. And Mick's yeah. like, hey, man, how's it going? Hey, 
great shoot, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye. We're not no. philosophizing about two, what just happened. Two fine examples. I went to a Q&A for, what was the movie called? It was like uh, 40, what was that one? It was with um, Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann. It was the the follow-up of Knocked Up. Mm-hmm. With uh, it was Judd Apatow's movie, and Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann are married in real life. And the Q and A asked, like, uh, Judd, how can you? How this can is you 40? watch? Uh, yeah, this is forty. Okay. That was the one. Okay. Um, Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann were there for the Q and A, and they asked, like, Judd, how can you watch? How can you watch your wife? Like, you know, just in that scene with with Paul, you know. And it's just like you just you do just like when uh, and that's not going to be that's well. I mean, I think be... when you're directing, like you're looking at a screen. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So you're oh, like sure. yeah. you're connected no, yeah. but disconnected. No, you know? Just totally like just like yeah. uh, just like um, Revolutionary Road. That was the second scene that that uh, what's his bucket? The director had to see Kate Winslet with Leonardo DiCaprio. And that's not fucking. You know, that's it's just, making yeah. out. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm watching anal sex in front of me. I really, it's, it's, <laughs> Smelling it's it. been, you know, Maybe. as much as, as much as it's been when you guys ask me, like, me inside this industry amongst other people, it's also hearing the interesting stereotypes of when people found out what I'm doing, you know, and the industry that I'm working in. And I'm like, don't you point that finger. Well, don't how many- you... Don't you don't you create those stereotypes? Because I'm like, here's a fine example. You 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 have Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt, two beautiful people. They were who quote broke unquote, up by doing love. movies. Yeah, and they broke up doing. It's just like you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, things happen in life. And I mean, here Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. But you're go talking and they about this, you're talking they about go and main, do this movie. But you're talking about mainstream. Where that? What's the most? Someone reads a lot of people. But but what I'm saying is that when you're talking about mainstream where they had Piapple. a they had a sex scene which meant they they physically kissed. I'm exactly. talking about full blown DPs so, no, but right in front of your what, very eyes. This is the level that I'm trying to compare to them. Right. I mean, it's just like how are you to point like if it could happen, if it could happen without the real sex scene in the mainstream industry. Who are you to point the finger and say that yeah. it can or can't happen? Yeah. In and the, it's so funny, Khan could not industry. be any any more on point. I'm worried about the ch- battery. Yeah, <laughs> and like right. and like time. What minute are we at? Yeah. Oh my God, what position? Okay, Am, I is got this framed five, right. I got to do this. <laughs> How's my lighting? Yeah, yeah exactly. You're low. It's yeah. not the last thing. And I'm not saying it's the last thing on earth because I'm when I shoot scenes, I get into a flow, and I and this sounds weird, even though I just told the story, but I try and feel what's going on in the scene because that would dictate where I'm going to go and show things. Yeah. You know? One of my girls mentioned, cause I mentioned uh, that I met at the XRCO awards. I met one of the male talent for the first time. And I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm such an, I'm with LAX models and you, you've worked with two of my girls that, that were at the top of my head. And he, you know, he was, he was a nice guy. And then I told one of the girls, I'm like, Oh, I just finally met him. And they were like, you know, I can see why he 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 gets paid the big bucks. Why he's mm-hmm. so much in demand, because she noticed the most thing the thing about him most was that he knew positions like with the camera and position. Jesse Jones. Oh, I know Jesse. Yeah, yeah. a bunch. She's she was like, hilarious. she's like, I could even tell he knew positions and direction and camera and just how to make the scene work really easy breezy right. and just 
it makes everyone's life I, easier. I really don't think people realize like why some of these girls and guys become superstars. It's because they're yes. professional. It's yes. because you know you're going to have a three-hour shoot day. You know, it's not, oh, he's got a big dick and he can fuck a long time. Yeah. That's part of it. Well, yeah. But I, I, you, I, yeah. the people who get That's rehired are the ones who are efficient exactly. and professional. Well, there's two things. One, I, I love this. I, and I, I'll go off on cons thing. I love when uh, talent come together and and the girl will look at the guy, male talent, and go, we, we worked together. And he goes, we did? <laughs> Which is awesome yeah. because yeah. They, he may have forgotten. There's so much sex going yeah. on. And it's no disrespect, but it's funny that sometimes they do. And um, Khan brought up an amazing point. The, a true A-grade performer isn't the guy that comes on and has a nice temperature in the room, a nice, beautiful uh, couch or bed, and he does his positions and he goes home. A real savage performer, Evan Stone, and all the people I mention all the time that are my A-grade talent, do it when you fucking shouldn't be. I put talent through so much shit. I made talent fucking like bug-infested fucking dirt, and he sucks it up and he does it. This is why these guys are A-plus talent. It's not... And this is another thing, if you guys are looking to get in the industry, which is kind of awesome that we're based a little bit of our show on that, it's not about the most pleasurable thing. We're going to give you uh, Dana D'Armond, and it's going to be candles, or Adriana, it's going to be candles, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be you and the director and her. Fuck no. The director may That's, say, listen, yeah. there's cows in the back. It's going to smell like cow <laughs> shit. you got to perform. It's not as easy as it seems, but... Oh, like, yeah. I mean, just in my personal life, the other day I was having sex and I heard people talking outside and I was like, fuck it. I got it. I had to go up and close the door because it was distracting me. You exactly. Know? It's, I have sex every now and then. It's uh, it's uh, it's an incredible job and you can pull it off. You know, best of luck to you. But I, I've been through it. I've seen the goods and the bads and. The guys that I support, the A-grade talent, I mention them on the shows all the time, are guys I've seen just through the... Oh, and the girls. I mean, like the girls sure. who show up and, and, and can do it, you yeah. know? And say, give me a Snickers bar and let's finish this shit up. <laughs> yeah. and, and the ones that come on that have a misconceived notion... Oh, Jesus. I horny right now and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. I love her. Um, should be performing the year and it hasn't been. Uh, the... the <laughs> I'm losing it. Uh... The the girls as well. It like Khan said. It's you. It, the girls will be put in these weird positions too, and you have to. It's what I present to you as a finished movie isn't even remotely close to what truly goes on. Uh, you may have flaked on me, or you may have been late. You'll never see that. Um, we did some stuff the other day where the girl was absolutely miserable and I was like, Oh my God. And then we went up to the hill and there was bugs. This town was had to fucking these bugs. And we, it got so bad. They were flying onto the lens and I'm like, I, I we got to go to a hotel. So the finished product I show you monkeys isn't the things that we have to go through. And Natalie is, is, as is there from the minute I call up and I go, look, Here's what we got to do. And maybe one of the girls called Natalie and was like, he's making me fucking bug infested <laughs> jungles. And Natalie calls me because we're fucking tight. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, just work with me. I got to get this done. And she calls the girl and the girl and they're in the phone in another car somewhere. And I'm fucking dead. It test. Trust me. At the end of the day, what you get is a miracle every time. It's fucking what crazy. What you see is not 
all that you get. Carter Cruz, right. uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tommy Pistol are fucking at like three in the morning, and their energy looks like it's twelve in the afternoon. It's not. Ugh, it's this industry is amazing because seriously, it's it's you have to be a soldier and you got to march through a lot of things. Nice, and that starts from trying to obtain your money to make a movie or funding it, right? Getting the talent, getting them there on time, working with the agents to make it work. Then the speed bumps along the way are <laughs> fucking crazy. It's it's nuts. But I feel miserable when I don't make movies, and I feel crazy when I'm doing them. So it, that's the chaos that goes in my brain. I love this show. I yeah. get to hang out with you once a What's week. What's the craziest thing you had to deal with ever? Nice. Oh, Lordy. Um... Like, just like, I can't believe this is fucking happening. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Honestly? Come like, on. That's how tight of a ship I keep it. it what? It's, it's, it's kept on a pretty tight leash. Wow. Like, and what's the craziest, like, after midnight call you've gotten from these girls? Not the rental car. Yeah, that's not mm. crazy. I haven't even gotten those. Con, we need to send some crazy girls over to LAX Models. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. If you had to go on an island for the rest of your life and you had to bring four LAX Models girls with you of all of time, all time roster. since you've been at the company, who would you bring with you? Okay. Frida Santi. Okay. Stacey. Kissing up to the boss. Stacy Carr. Audrey Holiday. Wow. Wow, these are all. I've been on the show. Mm-hmm. And not, not the first. No, but. Audrey we'll have her on the show. Let's see here. Come on, I got Who two more. He? No, let's one, one more. more. One more. One more. Let's see here. Uh. I would have to say probably. She's going through a roster on her <laughs> phone right now. Probably Look at Savannah Fire. Yeah, Savannah Fire. Okay, so you're on this island and you take a boat, right? Mm-hmm. And you start to row away and you're like, what the fuck is that island over there? Wait a minute. There's four dudes on there. And you've heard the stories from all the girls because you gossip. And you said, damn, I'd like to fuck that guy one day. Who? Male talent. Four of them. Would you pick to be on your island forever? Of Judge, all time. Judging from the stories you hear from the girls. Like, he's hung like a donkey. He's romantic. Blah, blah. Who would you put on your male talent island? Who would it be? Kieran Lee. Okay. It's the accent. Yes. I, I, I literally <laughs> melt and just grovel for dialects. Okay. No, no, no. True story. Okay. So... so uh, let's see here. Um, James Dean. Okay. Yeah, he's got a big dialect. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Jones. Jesse Jones. His dialogue uh, dialect is awesome. And uh, not no, impressed by your performance. Let's see who would be the fourth. He's got a little Quebecois in him. Mm, the fourth. Uh, the fourth musketeer would be. God, I know two guys with accents. Yeah, me too. I I got one right in my head. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. UK dialects. Oh. 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 Mark Anthony. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a Mark Anthony in the industry, but golly he was jeepers, misters. Um, who would be the fourth? What girls have come back and said, this guy fucked me like a... Like I deserved to I be guess... Back. I want Mike Adriano. Mike Adriano. He's got his little Spanish accent, doesn't I he? No. Get, yeah, but I mean, like, I thought, I thought Mick and Manuel had accents, but you said it would be British. Has to be British. Well, but Danny Mountain's British, right? I don't know. I think so. Well, I, I don't. I, no. You've had enough of these two islands. Oh, wow. And you figured out how to get oh, off those two Lordy. islands, but you look across the way and you see a third island. Uh oh. And you Uh-oh. notice there's smoke coming from it. So you row mm-hmm. over there. And there's four girls, not on the LAX roster, that if they get in that boat and you get them off that island, they will then be on the LAX oh. roster. What four girls of well any done, time, any era? One. Okay, Carter Cruz. Oh, of course. Shot her two days ago. It was phenomenal. Uh, and she's just... Actually, I've, I've had a few... I What? had a few run-ins with Dana Dearmon and she really is a sweetheart. She's cool. I, I love her. Con, do you see a then, tr- Con, do you see a trend right I now? I do see <laughs> a trend. Now I know where you guys are going with. Um, like, God damn, what's going on, kid? It's a speaker girl fucking. Hi, this is the internet's and then, Dana Dearmon. Let's I'm not, see here. You know, um, Sherry DeVille. Oh, Sherry DeVille. And uh, yeah, I just, I just spiced it up a bit. And then, let's see here. The fourth would be um, <laughs> who would be the fourth? Uh, ooh, Gianna Michaels. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, Con. So all of a sudden, oh Natalie is floating off that island, and she sees. No. F- oh no 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 no! This is a She's good one. got four. Those four girls in her boat. Okay, no, no, this is all you're right, gonna like this one. Right. Those girls all fall off the boat and they're swimming away. Oh lordy! Natalie must go to another. She sees an island and it's on fire, and there's four talent agents on the island, and she can only save one, <laughs> being Mark Spiegler from Spiegler Girls, oh, boy. Derek from LA Direct Models, <gasps> Anthony from OC Models, and Mark from ATM LA. Who would you save on that island? <laughs> I, what are you doing to me? Yes. You we're, can, we're starting that, drama. A, that is on fire. The island is on fire, and you can save one person. You Mark, only have room for one more person in your boat. Anthony well, O.C. I'm going to save. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Just touche here. I'm going to save the only one that would probably save me because I, I, I feel like I think I, I'm, I'm, in his, I'm in his good gracious, I would hope. Okay. Derek with LA <laughs> And I know Sal's going to kill me. No, I'm not going to kill you. He okay, just, wait, wait, no, no, no. Let's 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 make this even better. <laughs> oh, even Lordy. better. Fuck, Mary, kill. Oh, Derek, Spiegler, give me a third one. Um, let's go with. Um, I was going to say Kevin. Kevin. Oh, I'm going to no. fold. <laughs> but he didn't. I'm going to uh, fold. Jonathan right Morgan. Now. Jonathan Morgan. Jonathan Morgan. Next level. Nice. Fuck, Mary, kill. Okay, so wait, it's it's Derek, Derek, Derek. Jonathan, and all right, uh, so it's LA directs Derek, right? Next levels Jonathan, Spiegler girls Spiegler, fuck Mary kill, quickly, quickly, 
And if you're not in the industry, this is the best game ever. If you're in the industry, Uh, you're laughing your ass off right now. Guys, I'm never going to be able to look at them, or they're never going to know what they're going to do to me. You you blame Khan. I'm bad cop. You'd be like, it's that fucking Khan guy. Khan told me (laughs) to say that I would fuck Jonathan, marry marry Derek, and kill Spiegler. What the fuck? Khan told me. How could you kill Spiegler? Khan told me. He just wrote it on this piece of paper and handed it to me. Kill Spiegler? Are you out of your fucking mind? Who's going to run the greatest? Well, second Con, greatest. Con told me. <laughs> Con con. Okay, me. dude, that's been the most islands we've ever had in our lives. Yeah, we had Jeez. Tons of, and then that island turned I'm into like fuck Mary Kill. Sweating islands right now. Natalie's <laughs> like, I just get me the, the fuck most back to the land. Tropical island I've ever freaking. That's been awesome. On. So, what is one thing that you notice most of these girls do wrong, or guys? I mean, but mostly you're dealing with girls. I think okay. I've I've said this once. I've said this. This is what the third time. Less is more. I think when there's less, when you don't go overboard. Yeah, when you don't go or overboard, you're saving yourself, and there's less to judge. There's less to point a finger at. There's less. You know, I think less is more. Yeah. Okay. Just be Uh careful with what you say on set. What you talk about, how much you know, because then, because then you just give more. There's less stipulation and less. Mm. So, what do you say to the people who? I mean, let let's just go with our stereotypes here. All these girls are on drugs. They're molested by their uncle. Um, they're low lives. They're troubled women, and they don't know what they're doing. Like, what do you say? How do you address these stereotypes? You know, sometimes you're dealt with a deck of cards and you unfortunate it, it, it was a bad deck of cards mm-hmm. and it's just how you play those cards and kind of if you can bring that hand home and own the house. Right. Well, what I'm saying is I, I'm fringe industry. You guys are much more industry than I am. But, right. you know, I can tell you what everyone thinks. Like there's drugs on set. Um, you know, it's just a fucking sex Where's party. Our wrong, where's our wrong button? For yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the fifth grade and quote Dare. <laughs> just say no. Right. But I mean, you know, I, I've been on Sal's sets. I've been other other people's sets. There's no drugs on set. There's no alcohol on set. There's there's no, nothing going on. It's it's business. And you know, there are girls out there who are posting pictures of their uh uh. At, at, well, not Adderall. It's uh, what's the bars? Um, oh, Xanax. Xanax bars, and and you know, telling everyone like, can't wait to get high in twenty minutes. Like, there's girls that are doing that, but that's what everyone notices. They don't notice the girl that's like, put my money in the bank today, and now I'm going off to my second well, shoot I always, so I can put my other money in the bank, and I'm saving up to buy a house. You know, I always say this: every industry has that. Every industry has people exactly. using drugs. You know what, right? though, this is this is this is what I say to that. And again, I don't have a PhD in front of my name. Everyone has their level or their sense of of rationality. Um, what we might see as rational, um, they might not see as rational, and what we see as irrational, they might not see as irrational. And it's just to each their own, unfortunately. 
uh, we, you can try to correct. I, I can try to correct and be like, listen, you know, we saw, I, I had an experience where I heard from another agent that there was something tweeted and it was looked at as comedic, but in the industry, considering, considering the, uh, how that, how that is a very predominant thing in the industry. I'm being ambiguous on purpose that it's just the girl could not see and did not the, the ration, the rationalities were just polar opposites and it just, it's unfortunate, but, and, and you, they were not going to see eye to eye. So you just have to go your separate ways. And that's kind of what happened. You know, it was, it was not going to be something that the agent wanted to represent in the industry um considering again how predom- how how dominating that that part of the industry was so uh it just you just kind of you guys otherwise it's hmm. just not hmm. I could tell you guys after I'm I'm not going to say <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, on I'm air like, I'm trying to follow it but okay you guys um, will be like oh yeah, yeah so so we got like f- 15 more minutes to see if uh, Chechik's up for a call. And, you know, she's in a car accident, so she might not be feeling good. Um, so what I always like to ask people, mm-hmm. you know, what's something people would be surprised about about the industry? You know, um, I really thought I, I was – I was told about because I'm I'm pretty good friends with this producer. I I kind of mentioned this to you guys because I'd just seen it the last time I was I saw you guys that I'd just seen a documentary called Aroused Project Aroused, and uh, it um it follows sixteen girls, very predominant names. You know, you have Francesca Lay, you have uh, just a number of 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 really the top when you think of the girls that really have made it in the industry and that were in the industry at a much better time than right now with the economy. But uh, it, it followed, it was a, an amazing documentary and it really touched home because they did even have, they covered a one agent in, or uh, she works for one of the agencies and um, it just, it really, it's, it hits home because you have to you see and you see like like Sal said there's so many things that happen behind the scenes or on a one-on-one level that you you get to know about the girls and of course even whatever they tweet or they they share on Twitter it's it's either a facade or it's it's just it's it's a one-way mirror versus the three sometimes the three-sided mirror or the roundabout mirror that you that you experience and you see from the girl and just talent and um it's just i i'm never i always see the glass half empty half full you only you only maybe know so much that you just it's it's really just again i i from the outside sorry i'm going on like three tangents here but for for me to hear what people now stare to to kind of be on that other side and be like listen you guys are going to have your stereotypes of what you think and know and read and and 
and everything but it's just you can never ever nothing I think is ever conclusive and and really you can never say you know a hundred percent and I just I think it's just that protection like kind of like feeling like that that mom which which was expressed you got that mama bird or kind of like that protective mm-hmm. sense um of uh of the agency of the agent who who was covered in the documentary that you just you 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 just try to protect that you try to create you you create a barrier for those two things from someone's Mm -hmm. professional life to someone you know personally whether it be whatever they went through and in their personal life to maybe get to that point what it is there's you know there's the looks there's the personality and then there's the performance there's fame money and sex and what is it that drove the girl to end up you know in front of that camera yeah damn Hmm. well said jesus christ what's going on with and that children (laughs) is what you need to know about the facts of life um is there some telltale signs when you know so we had um erica from the rub pr on and she Mm -hmm. said average lifespan of a girl in the industry is six months would you agree to that I don't know what statistics she was going off of. I think just her experience. I denied that, but I said it's Yeah, but you're dealing yeah, with like more I, like established girls. I mean, think about yeah. all those girls that come in and end up with Max Hardcore or Facebook.com or something, you know, that just like, they're like, oh, this isn't for me. Um, I mean, we're talking just averages, though, you know. I, I could say that my experience goes above that average. Yeah. And then um I wanna say at least a year. Yeah. So we have our spirals up. Like what are what are some of the things that these girls end up doing that like really make them successful? I mean, is it just what we think working hard, showing up on time, being positive on the set? I mean Yeah, it really is that and and I tell them I said, you know, I say patience is a virtue and don't get don't get caught up you know try not to get caught up in the fact that you know it's it's survival of the fittest right now i pretty much i when i'm talking especially to these new girls i'm telling them i'm like listen literally the porn industry is out of california and the the majority of the industry is out of california right now california is dealing with a huge drought and, you know, 10 years ago, we used to have a lot more water, i.e. the amount of work in the industry. And there weren't there were a certain amount of fish in the water. They were they had plenty of room. They were getting 03 to 07. It was fantastic. They were, <laughs> they were getting great quality of water, i.e. rates. <laughs> and over time, you know, the economy has created this drought of water, not to mention, I'm sorry, the economy and piracy mm-hmm. has created a drought more fish are being thrown into this freaking lake and it's just you know you have to be that shining golden fish and just keep your scales intact and to to survive and it's just that's kind of you just gotta have you gotta keep up your looks you gotta have a stellar personality smile that was again when those pictures come in through those model submissions mm-hmm. the first thing we look at is like are they freaking smiling because that tells me exactly what you're going to answer between uh, fame money and sex what's the most important to you yeah and 
And then now would you say that the girls who so you keep using the fame, money, and sex. Mm-hmm. Is I one of those them. more important than the, than the others? Again, I know. What, what's the biggest money maker? If the, which of those traits provides for the best? I'm not going to give uh, away the secret. Ah, uh, I'm not going to give away the right the right formula. So, what do you think it is? I'm not going to give away the right. Fa- he probably. I, w- I would think he'd probably know. But. Oh, I mean, one of those traits is going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see money actually being. With a, an intelligent girl, money going, I'm here to make money, and they are professional about it, then they could do well. I can see the girls who like sex doing well because, hey, I'm doing what I fucking love. The fame, mm, everyone wants to be a fucking Kardashian, right? No, but there's a difference. That's 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 a celebrity. That's a mainstream celebrity. Oh, but they versus, do <laughs> versus versus becoming. I mean, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna throw the sex in there, becoming a porn star. Right. Well, I think a large percentage of the girls, and we've had them in here, and we ask them questions, and they all say, "This is my launching point to get to mainstream." We see that more now than ever. I can believe that. I, I can totally believe that. I mean, that. I'm thinking That's of two girls the right formula, now. The, 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 the dynamite formula that I that I have known and learned, it's it's like literally one in one in maybe fifty girls that actually yeah. come up with that formula. Yeah, I mean I'm sure a little bit of it all is probably best. You know, maybe like a you know, the, liking the sex is 50% and then 25% of, or 30% of one and then 20, 20% of the other is probably a, a good, uh, a good mixture. But, um, I feel like sometimes we have these girls come on and I can kind of hear in their attitude and, and kind of get the vibe like, Oh, they're, they're on their way out They're They're, they're done with this industry. Like, can you kind of sniff that out as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. What are some of the telltale signs? Um. Again, just just there. I at- met this really nice guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There. There is that. Uh, just all of a sudden, it's like, uh, stop, drop, and roll for that. You yeah. Know? It's just it, like. It's really hard. I I don't know how old you are. I'm not going to ask, but you know, I'm I'm over forty, so. Talking to Must these girls. Must be all this sex with both of you guys. I'm <laughs> guessing that just has me and him have sex all the has time. Has created, has created, <laughs> has created that that uh, effervescent glow. Age, age, aging minimalizer, right? I think it's just working out. Uh, maybe it's no. The that's no, what I. No that's drinking what I, like, those drugs. Yeah. yeah. Um, what the hell is my <laughs> Yeah. Um, I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, great. Good point um, I made there. <laughs> no, you were you were talking about like I don't know how old you are, but I'm right. over forty. Okay, so I'm over forty, and like I forgot, and they're kind of reminding me these young girls they come on and they're like, I met this guy, we're so happy together, you right? Know, and, and they think it's like the rest of their right? life, right? They think it's the rest I'm, of their life. I'm at that point yeah. where I, I just like I'm thinking, and I I'm almost in it just. What I knew, and I was talking to actually somebody who I just turned another, you know, I, I hit another. You hit another decade. Another circle <laughs> on that tree trunk. 
And um, it was funny because on that day, I got hit up by someone. Um, and he, it was funny. It was via Facebook. And he was like, oh, my gosh, of all days where I hit you up, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. And then I was like, we were re- just reminiscing and mm. nostalgia. And I was like, how many years have we known each other? Mm. And then thinking like back then, like we had that infatu- kind of this infatuation. Yeah. And just and then all of a sudden here comes around and we've kind of like right. our path hit again. But it's just like wow how much we've changed yeah by that t- and what we thought we knew then and what we thought we you know yeah. what I we mean, know it, now it can be heartbreaking too because i've had talked to some of these girls and they're like they they will flat out admit i'm looking for someone to take care of me not necessarily a sugar daddy and sometimes yes necessarily yeah. a sugar daddy um you know i can say i can say from my personal you know and i don't want to go into some oprah doctor phil type thing here mm. But I can honestly say that when I was at that point in my life where I I let go into that intimacy factor, you know, uh, with with that person, it was at an emotional time in my life and at, at a, a time where I wanted that sentimental or, you know, that emotional return thinking that by sharing that experience, it was going to be returned. Yeah. Totally 180, 360 opposite. And, um, and then if anything though, that opened it up, then that created like an even bigger opening, but it, um, yeah, that, that it's just like you have, it's, it's that emotional vulnerability for these girls. They're at a time in their life where I think somehow in your body, you're like thinking, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, find that one. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like these girls, but like, I remember being young and having like, uh, I, I have a good friend who's a male and he's like 24, 25 and he calls me up and talking about his girlfriend. And I'm like, wow, I remember going through all this shit. And you know what my advice to him was, dude, it sucks when you're young because your emotions are so overboard. I was like, man, like all I can say is you're going to look back on this and be like, holy shit. Was I strung out on some fucking love here? You know, like, um, I, you know, but I, I I see these girls like, a girl you know uh, got on a dating site specifically for soldiers because she had a thing for soldiers, had correspondence with him for five months, and then moved out into this house with this person who she only corresponds Ugh. with. They met you know, for a weekend here and there, but they're in love. And they're moving in together. They're buying a house together. Da 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 da. She's going to live on the base. Blah 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 blah. That goddamn Roxy doll. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can actually say I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually, and and I'm going to defend her in the sense that, um, my last relationship lasted almost two years, and we were we were friends for six months, and there was just kind of like this thing where it was like, should we or shouldn't we maybe date, go on a date? We go on a date and it just kind of like had that different vibe or that connotation. And we just all of a sudden were inseparable for a month and then we moved in together. Yeah. And I also had a guy friend who it just kind of serendipity happened where he was with a girl and then both of them kind of were in this. They were spending almost what they felt like every minute together and they were at a point where both of them had to move. And it was the same thing with me and and the guy Mm -hmm. that I did this with. Where you're just like, well, why not? If we're spending every like waking moment together, why don't we just see what happens and How'd see it work what? Out? 
Well, we ended up my the person that I was seeing, and we no, you know, we were yeah. we're at an age where we're still changing. Yeah, and you realize that you learn that you yeah. learn and you you learn what you want and yeah. where you are. But I mean, and like, it's just how like, do you? It, f- it's it was a then factor, but yeah. it wasn't a forever yeah. factor. Like I have, I had to go back and remember that. Like I had completely forgotten about that shit. Like, and so even yeah. even my guy friend was saying he was like, you know, he's like the thing that kind of, he's like. It, it still is a then factor. Like they're still there for each other. Mm. But he's like the thing that we did not get to experience by moving in together as fast was we had a really, that really short honeymoon dating factor, mm. you know, just that, that whole where you leave and then you just like, you're thinking of that next time that you're going to see them and can't wait for that. But it's like, really we live together now. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, well, yeah, I, I find it interesting, though, because a lot of these gr- a lot of the girls and and I would say a high percentage are like love mongers, you know, like they, they just they're just like and they meet these guys and they're like, well, I'm not telling him I'm doing BG scenes Jesus. and like and I'm just like, oh, my God, like you can't start your relationship in a lie. You can't do it. You know, those who yeah. do not learn their history are bound to repeat itself. Yes. Do you know, I showed an art core on the side of a building one time. We may have talked about this on the show and the, the star of the show comes with this date and they're hanging out. You know, this story gone. I'm showing a premiere of a movie on the side of a building. It was awesome. And up pops the girl on the fucking side of the building. And the date goes, wait a minute. That's you. She didn't tell him she did porno, and he saw her in the movie on the side of the building. It was well, fucking props amazing. to her for starting the relation out correctly, like, not on a lie. Oh, by the way, I never told you I had a twin sister, and there she is. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this girl didn't have a twin sister. She and was improving. Why yes, I, I didn't that. tell you that I had a twin sister? <laughs> well, Jesus, if if this girl had a twin sister that would have been awesome because she was a great performer yeah um what uh i just think it's funny that you know some of these girls have the answers to everything like i'll I'll ask them like things like just kind of like quietly trying to steer them you know i was like "Well, well don't you think you should be honest with someone before you um you know, there, there's no way he's not going to find out you're doing BG scenes. Like, don't you should think you should be honest? You're like, well, he doesn't watch my scenes. I, I asked him not to. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's going to work because her best friends are going to come up and be like, dude, I just saw your girl get railed. <laughs> yeah. You know. Anyway. Um, Again. Where, where do people find you? You live and learn. Yeah, where do people find Natalie Monroe? At Natalie underscore Monroe. Yes, I I I am on Twitter. LAXmodels.com. No, you're not going to find me there. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but as, like, as as much as that question keeps popping right. up. At but for those LAX listeners Models. who want to get in the business, should they hit you up and send fully undressed pictures with their ID with a gu- fucking goddamn smile? Yes. Yes. Smile. Yeah. You're never yeah. fully dressed without a smile. Yeah. Wow. Well, listen to you. So at Natalie underscore Monroe, N-A-T-A-L-I-E underscore M-O-N-R-O-U. Where'd that come from? <laughs> M-O-N-R-O-E. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Uh, LAXmodels.com, at LAXmodels. Um, if you're interested in the business, male or female, Male, it's a long road, my friend, but you may do it. You got to um, have a long dick, too. And don't you call Natalie Monroe with a small penis. 
Over 12 inches, she said. No, <laughs> do the guys have to smile? Uh, <laughs> She's like pondering it. I would I would say, What yeah, if they had a serious yeah. look? Like, like at a 13-inch dick I'm going to fucking look. dick down. It'll no, work. I can that honestly, would work, right? Yeah, I, work. I can honestly say the majority of, of those guys that submit aren't smiling. They're yeah. they're having that mysterious yeah. I'm gonna Fabio. Send you a, that mysterious yeah. Fabio. I'm going to fucking send you a nude front back of me, fully hard chakra baby, just fucking <laughs> ah! Right? That'll work. And then you I'm going to be like, Con, Con what is, you it your, is it your birthday? <laughs> is this, this is your birthday Con suit, right? Dick, Con sending dick pics to I've LAX sent, model. I've sent dick pictures on this podcast before, and none of the girls reply. What well, maybe Natalie, maybe your yeah. first Con. <laughs> I don't know. You might want to try that. No, Cassidy was like, I love dick pics. I'm like, give me your email address. And I sent her a dick pic. She never replied. <laughs> oh, it's Cassidy. We love her. Oh, fucking Cassidy. I love it. Anyway, what did uh, Chechik say, Con? No! That's what she said. No, she uh, she's she's in bed. She's resting. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not feeling she's bad. She's got so. a fucking car accident. Of course she is. Yeah. Oh, Natalie, this song is the song I love to hate because it's the end of the show. Uh, Thank you so much, Natalie Monroe. She's helped us out a bunch, bringing hot girls for you monkeys to listen to. She's brought some of the greatest. Some of the greatest. Uh, uh, that's at Natalie underscore Monroe. LAXmodels.com at LAXmodels. So thank you f- so much for coming down. Um, you can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod and follow me at Sal underscore Genoa. Con, I got even bigger news. I didn't even mention it. Another teaser. Um, and I'm going to get certain number of followers. I'm going to give that number to Con. And then when I get that follower, I'll send you out gifts. So at Sal underscore Genoa. Facebook.com slash C-O-N dot P-D-P. You can search the Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Vid.me. Email Sal at PornDirectorPodcast.com or Con, C-O-N at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Thank you so much, Adam and Eve, Team Skeet, and all our podcast buddies, Joey Diaz, Rialto Report, Projection Booth, Just Guy Talk. Go to Cinefile, get a free membership. And if you are a company, website, um, female talent, male talent, you want to reach your perfect demographic, get a hold of us. Email us. Con, always great talking porn. Good talking porn. Natalie. Good talking porn. Good talking Gentlemen, around porn. Good thank talking. you. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Inside.